Welcome to Dietitian Boss. My name is Libby Rothschild. I'm the CEO and founder of the Dietitian Boss Method. Our company is here to help you get started in private practice even before you think you're ready. I've created a proprietary process to help you increase visibility, create organic content, enroll clients into an offer, and learn sales skills that don't even feel salesy. Listen every week to your colleagues as they're being interviewed, and we chat about their progress and success from when they got it started from zero to all the way to creating million-dollar businesses and beyond. Today, I want to talk about dietitian burnout and what does that mean for you in your journey of starting and growing your private practice? This is such an important topic that I recently wrote an article and Forbes published it called Business Burnout Basics 101, a guide for dietitians in private practice. So in today's episode, I'm going to tell some stories and summarize that article so that you have some takeaways of what that means for you so you can have a a better foundation in place as you grow your practice. So the first story I'm going to share is a client of ours who avoided burnout in uh, going full-time. She recently went full-time and her episode will be airing because I share her story here on our podcast. And she avoided burnout by offering group programming. So as she was working in clinical full-time and building her private practice on the side, she was able to avoid uh, working too many hours by creating an offer that made sense. And we're going to talk more about that later today, but I wanted to share that story because it's really challenging to build a full-time coaching practice while you're working a full-time clinical job. And that's why in the dietitian boss method, we help you create offers that can focus more on scaling versus offers that are going to cause a lot more, create a lot more time on your end. There's a lot of factors to consider when deciding what to structure with your offer and how and what to sell, but keep in mind, the more simple you can keep things and the more that you can offer a program that can help you serve more uh, one-to-many, it's going to help you avoid uh, long, long hours, and that can cause burnout. And burnout has serious negative consequences. Um, so for me, uh, one of my stories, which is similar to the client I just shared, whose episode will be airing, is that when I switched from only private coaching to my group program in 2019, I was able to help more people. And I wouldn't say that that helped significantly with burnout because I, there were, we have so many clients, which is wonderful. We've been able to help so many dietitians. The mission of this company includes disrupting the field and creating more private practice operators. So offering a program that can serve more people at one time supports that mission. And so I feel really good about that in the company, but what really helped me with burnout, although that's definitely one element so that I'm not just doing private coaching, I can also help more people. Uh, What really helped me was hiring because hiring people and having people in the company help serve and deliver roles uh, in the company, like customer service and some coaching and other aspects, sales, that really helps the company move forward so that not everything falls on me. And that's what we teach our clients in our executive level program. So those are two stories of burnout. Number one, offering a program that can help you see more people at one time. And that's going to decrease the amount of work hours that you're providing coaching or delivering your service. 
And number two, hiring help, because when you have people support the the mission and vision of the company on a daily basis, whether it's a virtual assistant, a CPA, a dietitian working under you, any any one of those combinations, you're going to be able to have some time back. And that's a really important skill that a lot of you struggle with when you start growing your practice to a larger extent and making more money and, and wanting to look at your business a little differently than when you very first started it. So to break down my article, um, firstly, I'm just going to bring, I'm going to talk about some highlights. The Mayo Clinic does offer a definition of burnout, and that means a state of physical or emotional exhaustion that also involves a sense of reduced accomplishment and loss of personal identity. Um, So that's, uh, if you let that sink in uh, of that definition, I want you to take a moment and reflect if you've ever felt that way. Burnout is common among registered dietitians who operate a private practice, especially because we weren't taught this in school. So we don't know what it looks like to hire. We're not as familiar with management and leadership. And we have to decide how to price and package your services. There's a lot of moving pieces for us to keep in mind, no matter what service we offer, whether we're offering product services or a combination, there's a lot of new skill sets to be able to adapt when you're working for yourself and when you're working in private practice. Statistics show that stress and burnout tend to affect women more than men, which is important to keep in mind because according to the Commission on Registration uh, for, uh, Commission of Dietetics and Registration, more than 85% of registered dietitians do identify as women. And so this means that launching or, or growing your business as a female dietitian in private practice can feel even more daunting. So keep that in mind because m- many dietitians are identify as women. So it's something to be mindful of. What does that mean for you, for your family, for your responsibilities, et cetera. Signs of burnout can include that your work never ends. You're operating with an um, incredible amount of stress. You're running your own business. is It's more difficult than you expected. Uh, you're consistently overwhelmed and, and you're if those, if you identify with any of those, then you're likely burning out. Um, and it, you know, those signs can be pretty simple and burnout does come with psychological repercussions. Um, so what you can do to identify and then make some shifts include building reoccurring revenue and passive income streams. And what that can include is uh, creating courses, digital products, or like I mentioned earlier with the story of our client, if you are offering um, private coaching, consider limiting the amount or consider shifting to a model like an online program that allows you to see more people in a, in a less time. So your time per hour is more valuable when you're packaging your services and products to have less of the coaching. Um, and that's really going to help you uh, preserve hours in your day. The second tip would be uh, being cautious about new types of projects or lines of business, meaning typically when you start growing, you have more options than you know what to do with. And that's wonderful. You might be asked to speak and connect and do all these things to get involved with people, specifically if you focus on a niche. Maybe you've positioned yourself as an expert on autism or ADHD, chronic disease or weight loss for uh, bariatric young professionals, et cetera, no matter what you, what area you go into, once you start getting a lot of traction and people start noticing you, uh, you go from having the problem of not enough business to not knowing which business to choose. And so my tip on, on being cautious would be think about what type of business 
is going to help you preserve your sanity. Third tip would be keep your business model as simple as possible. And I see this with so many of our clients who are probably they're past the um, $75,000 annual revenues range. So these are for dietitians who are in private practice, making, um, replacing their clinical salary. And then some, uh, they start to add on a lot to their business model. And so what, what that means is they start to have a lot of different offers and it gets really confusing and they don't really have enough strategy. Um, so what's important to keep in mind is to keep your offers simple and make sure that there's logic to your offers and keep in mind, what does your customer want in their journey towards exploring the outcomes they're looking to achieve? And how can you support that with a, a, a model, whether it's recurring revenue, maybe a membership or passive income, like a course, what can you do to support their needs and a model that preserves your sanity. And the last tip would be consider revenue streams that reduce financial stress. Um, and so that's, that's kind of similar to uh, some of the previous um, examples, but as far as reducing financial stress, uh, that could mean that you are uh, going to offer a membership with recurring revenue. Another way to reduce financial stress might mean that you're asking people to pay in full because oftentimes if people pay payment plans, if they default, or if you're distributing the, the monies over a longer course of time, um, that can perhaps affect your financials. And so that's something to keep in mind when you're looking at revenue streams. So I hope that these tips helped. Make sure to refer back. If you want to learn more and you want to see the statistics, go to my article. You can Google it on Forbes. Uh, it, just Google Business Burnout Basics 101, um, a guide for dietitians in private practice. And I look forward to seeing you next time. We are so excited to offer you support in our various programs. If you identify as a beginner and you're looking to lay down the foundations, our society program might be a great fit for you. I encourage you to go to dietitianboss.com under group coaching and apply for our experience, our transformative experience based off of my proprietary system called the Dietitian Boss Method. Additionally, we offer a higher level program called Executive to help you hire and manage a staff as you expand and scale your program, whether you're offering a membership, course, group programming, private coaching, or a combination of various different offerings. We're here to help you on your journey with developing processes and implementing the operational foundation that you need to reach your goals. A lot of our clients want to work 20 hours or less a week, and we're so proud to say that we've helped them achieve that goal, and you'll hear their stories on this podcast. Make sure to stay tuned and apply if you're looking for support to get there faster and meet some colleagues along the way who share your same growth mindset.